0: So for this episode, I want to call it Ghostbusters. What to do when you've been ghosted. So let's define this term for the older peeps and the non-narcissist. Basically, this is straight from Urban Dictionary. When a person cuts off all communication with their friends or the person that they're dating with zero warning or notice beforehand. This is the concept of ghosting in our present day and age. So I'm actually most excited for this topic out of all of the ones that I've drafted up for these episodes because I feel like I have a lot of experience with this So let's dive deep into this. Well, I'm gonna give you an example of something that happened to me um, pretty recently and It really kind of surprised me because I did not see this one coming um, I'm gonna spare you all of the super boring long details and we'll just get to the fact that I was not intentionally trying to date anybody I wasn't actively on dating apps, going out to meet somebody per se because I had this idea in my head that I was really ready for a new chapter in my life where I leave the Netherlands where I've lived for the past six years now. Um, I became increasingly comfortable here. And sometimes for myself, I'm a Capricorn, right? So sometimes this comfort gets a bit like um, boring for me. I'm always trying to find the next best thing, and yes, it is a flaw that I'm trying to work on, but let's not get sidetracked because we can talk about flaws in another episode. But for the sake of the episode, let's stick to ghosting. Um, Like I said, I wasn't intentionally looking for anybody. I was kind of considering moving to Croatia. I was trying to basically start fresh somewhere else. Um, Not going to go into detail as to why I felt this, uh, but... I knew in my mind that there would be no point in dating anybody seriously here, um, in Amsterdam in the Netherlands in general, because if I was planning on moving away, I'm not somebody that can function in a long distance relationship. If you are, that's great. And I commend you, but I can't, I can't even function in a (laughs) a short distance relationship, literally. So I definitely couldn't do that. Um... But anywho, uh, I was talking to some guys on Hinge here and there. It was nothing serious. Definitely wasn't intrigued enough to go on a date with anybody. Um, And then there was one guy. Uh, He was a seemingly very nice guy. We were very casually talking in the beginning and we had planned for a date, but that never happened because... I don't know, some things fell through. He didn't give me the exact time and place, something like that. Can't really remember all of the details, but, uh, I wasn't really taking him seriously, to be honest, which is how, you know, most relationship situationships usually start actually. Um, and in that particular time in my life, which was this summer, um, basically all throughout end of May, so June... July and August, I was completely swamped with travels and trips that I had planned way in advance. So it was quite chaotic, I have to say. I think uh, we started talking somewhere in June, let's say early to mid June. And then end of June, I already had a pre-planned trip uh, to France for a week uh, with work and my friends. Then the week right after I had come back, I was going on a trip somewhere else. And then the week right after I came back there, uh, from there, I already had a trip planned to Morocco and then the following week back to Croatia. It was really, really chaotic for basically about five weeks of that summer, to summarize. Um, When we had started talking, I really didn't think much of him. I didn't really feel like a crazy connection or anything like that. And also I knew that I would be traveling. And typically when you don't meet up with somebody after starting to talk to them within the first two weeks, yeah, it usually goes left. Um, because yeah, how much can you talk about, you know, via text or app without actually meeting them and getting to know that chemistry, that click in person. So I was pretty much sure that, Yeah, we just weren't meant to be like we weren't meant to meet and you know It was that time in my life where I didn't really care I'm talking about this time in my life as if it wasn't like three months ago (laughs) I'm already talking about this like it's years ago um But yeah anyways, so I did tell him that I would be you know Uh away he asked to meet the following week when our first date didn't work out And then I let him know that I was busy that week and then after I started my travels so It really honestly sounded like if a guy would actually tell me this storyline, like I would literally just think that he was not interested in me and that he's just making up excuses because realistically, like who just randomly goes and works and travels for like, you know, six weeks at a time? Uh Uh-huh, me. So I was pretty sure that, yeah, it it wasn't really going to go anywhere. Um, I was wrong, actually. (laughs) I was proven wrong. So when I was traveling, we were in touch here and there, like we were not texting every day or something like that. Also because, you know, I don't know him, so I wouldn't be texting somebody every single day. But to my surprise, when I finally came back after that last trip to Croatia at the end of the summer, um, he still wanted to meet, he was pretty adamant about it. And although he wouldn't be necessarily my first type, like if I was out in a bar or something, it's not like I would be like him. This guy is who I'm going home with tonight. His persistence is really what got me because not necessarily got me, but it got me intrigued because nowadays, uh, it's very hard to find men who are very confident and assertive and really go after what they want, or maybe at least where I'm looking. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but it was just a super attractive quality for me. Um, when I finally got back, we did end up meeting up. I was still a little bit kind of unsure because I didn't know this guy. But to my surprise, yet again, we met on a date and we had probably one of the well, for me, at least it was one of the best dates I've had in a very long time in several years, actually. We had a natural click. I really liked his personality. I felt like it was so organic between us. Like I could just joke with him. He could joke with me. Our conversation was really flowing effortlessly. You know, nothing was forced. I immediately felt comfortable with him. I found him attractive in person. um, And I thought it went really well. And we did end up going home that night together, but we did not sleep together because I already know what you're thinking. But no, we didn't sleep together. We just had a really good night. I think we probably stayed up until six in the morning or so, maybe a little bit later even, just talking. We Well, of course we made out as well. Like, I'm not gonna lie. (laughs) I'm not gonna sit and tell you we played Monopoly, but we did really have some good conversations and it really seemed as though the time flew by. And I was really pleasantly surprised, to be honest. Um, The weeks that followed, we had a really consistent pattern. Uh, that started to emerge. We would see each other on a weekly basis. We talked pretty frequently. Uh, he was opening up more about his life. I was starting to open up more about mine. I do get very hesitant with guys to, you know, immediately open up and tell them about everything, about my family, my life, all this stuff. But I did start to feel like I could trust him and I could open up to him. But I have to tell you, the one thing that I felt throughout the weeks, we had dates at my house, we had a date at his house as well. I felt something that I hadn't felt in many years and I felt safe with him. I really felt like I could be myself. I felt like we had similar love languages as well, which is extremely important to me. He's really big on physical touch. He really liked spending time together every week after work. We kind of looked forward to this and it made me feel so safe. And this is something that, A lot of guys haven't been able to give me for, you know, several years now. I think I've had really great conversations and really great sex and really great this and really great that. But that feeling of security is something that's much harder to come by, at least for me it was. So everything was going fine, at least uh, from what I could see. And then I did go to Croatia again for three weeks because, uh, the truth was that I was experimenting with it to see if I actually wanted to consider seriously moving there. It was a trial run, basically. Uh, I took my laptop and all my work stuff and basically I worked remote from there for three weeks. Um... This was, I can't really say if this was like month, a month and a half or two months of us kind of like already dating, um, or at least what I would say was dating. Uh, but it definitely wasn't maybe the most ideal time when you're just getting into like a fresh kind of relationship, situationship, whatever you want to call it. We were, you know, seeing each other consistently. We were having amazing sex and then, you know, I picked up and went But this was a plan that I had from a very long time ago and I always follow through with my plans and it's something that I really take seriously as a characteristic of mine because no matter how much I did like him at the time, I'm not going to change my plans for a man. What I thought was going okay while I was there, obviously it's a little bit difficult to, you know, continue the same dynamic when you're away from each other. Obviously we could not you know, physically be together. And it was a little bit tougher to maintain our lives via FaceTime. Um, but I started to notice that in the third week there was, uh, I wouldn't say really problems, but he started to complain a lot about work. And I really felt like I wanted to support him so much. I wanted to help him. I wanted to be there for him. And I was trying to as best as I could, but of course from another country. And on a random Wednesday, I want to say it was Wednesday because I know that I was returning that same week uh, home, I was really looking forward to finally coming back and finally reconnecting with him and comforting him as much as I could. I knew he had some issues going on at work and I really wanted to be there for him. Um, I was really looking forward to finally, you know, having our date night and just catching up. Uh, I know that... Four days went by out of nowhere where I hadn't heard from him, which I wouldn't say was crazy weird because I mean, yeah, he had his life, I had mine, but it did seem a little bit off from our usual dynamics. So I decided that I'm going to drop my ego and my pride, and I'm just going to give him a call and see what's up. So I did call him up and on that random Wednesday, little did I know would be the last conversation that we ever had. Um, the minute that I called him I could tell right away that his tone was off. There was something wrong I didn't know what it was But I started to get that like kind of nasty feeling in your stomach in the pit of your stomach when You know that shit's about to hit the fan and and things are not going to be the same that they were It's a really unpleasant feeling and I think a lot of my girls will Relate to this when you know that you know Your gut feeling is telling you that something's off He was always incredibly kind like when i say super sweet very kind to me um that's what made me feel very safe with him he never really argued he didn't fight with me nothing like that but he was going on about you know these issues at work and I, i felt a little bit frustrated that i couldn't help him more but i did try to comfort him by telling him everything's gonna be okay you know don't worry but his tone was a little bit different than usual. He was very defensive. He was like, I know it's going to be okay. And like, I, it's, it's not always going to be rainbows and shit. Like, it's going to be fine. I know. But I didn't understand why it was, you know, being taken out on me because I just wanted to be there for him. In that conversation, we did talk a lot about his job um, and whatnot, but he didn't ask me one question about me at all. Um, I didn't really tell him the truth about how difficult those three weeks were for me in Croatia I was feeling a lot of homesickness. I was feeling a lot of loneliness. I had a lot of internal Stuff that I really wanted to share with him, but I also didn't want to overload him. So A part of me was a little bit frustrated that he didn't even wonder for once because typically he always asked me Uh, About myself and what's going on and it was a little bit frustrating for me that he didn't even ask but another part of me really didn't even want to burden him with my own shit when he has, you know his going on um And that was the pivotal moment. I think that kind of broke it was the the what did they say the straw that broke the camel's back because I Definitely snapped at one point when he did get defensive and I said, you know, it sounds like you're a bit busy and uh, i'll let you go Um, but you know, my day was fine. Thank you for asking. And that was the last time that I ever heard from him again, which is crazy because I know it sounds like it's only been, you know, two months or what, whatever. But to me, it really, I, I, I did have feelings for him and, and they were just starting to grow, especially on that trip when I was away. So He let me get off the phone, and it was a little bit shocking to me because we did have this discussion very early on where, you know, we agreed nobody goes to bed angry. This is kind of like a communication thing. And I decided to just give him some time and space, you know, to be with himself because it sounded like that's what he wanted. Um, Little did I know that that was the last time I'd ever hear from him again. (laughs) Uh, I'm laughing now, but at the time I definitely wanted to cry, it felt really painful. and yeah, I returned home on Saturday and Sunday, we were supposed to have a date, but I never heard from him. And on Monday, I decided to, you know, like the old me would, would have probably just deleted his number and said, you know, whatever, just move on. But I am 30 years old now and definitely have learned from a lot of like my childhood trauma and uh, issues. So I decided I'm a little bit more mature than that. I'm just going to write and ask, you know, if he wants to talk. Um, I did message him on that Monday and, um, after a few hours, he replied to me. All I said was, you know, would you like to speak to me or just talk in general? And yeah, he just said, you know, I didn't have a good feeling after that last conversation and I don't really think that there's much to talk about. Um, there was certain things I felt after that response because a part of me felt so hurt that for some reason he felt like. We had nothing at all to talk about when there was, you know, two months of what I thought was mutual interest on both parties, (laughs) from both parties, from both sides. Um, So it was a bit hurtful that he just shut that down, basically, and shut me out. I I felt like my voice wasn't heard at all and and how that made me feel. But also, it it was a bit strange to think that he was trying to blame it all on that last phone call when... Previously, I hadn't heard from him for days before that. So I I felt like it was a cop-out and it was some kind of excuse. Definitely knew that there was something else going on, whether it was personal issues, his work issues, maybe it felt a little bit too rushed for him. Maybe he realized that it was getting real. Maybe he met someone else while I was gone. I don't know. There was, you know, a million different things that could have been, but it just really hurt me that he wasn't upfront with me with just telling me what it actually was and Having me reach out rather than just telling me, you know I'm not interested in seeing you anymore or I've lost interest or this is not something that I want to pursue or I don't want to be with you Just anything all of those are extremely bitter and they hurt Of course they sting but it would have been so much better than the way that this went on basically Um, I had really nothing to say after that. I just wished him well, but I just wanted to tell this story for context because although it wasn't necessarily, you know, ghosting to the point where somebody just blocks you and dies off the face of the earth and like nothing ever is heard from them again. Uh, it was extremely hurtful to me. And I think that the most painful part is that you just don't expect this from certain people. I think we build up this image of people in our minds, um, and I typically try to base it off of their actions, which is why this was the most shocking to me, because he always showed me that he really cared, and he was kind, and I like that about him, because that safety and that security is what I found most attractive about him. So this really took a hit on myself, and, and wondering kind of where did it go wrong, but I had to stop myself because I realized that although it made me feel guilty in a way when he said that it was based off of our last conversation, I realized that there was a much greater issue here and it definitely had nothing to do with our last conversation and I couldn't have done much wrong. Although I like to take accountability for when I also fuck up because I'm human and perhaps we could have communicated better and maybe I could have supported him in a better way. I do know that when somebody is genuinely interested in you, They don't just kick you to the curb and forget about you because that fear of losing you to somebody else forever should be much greater than a fear of communicating to you what exactly it is that they expect from you or what they wanted from you in that moment or, you know, what you need to work on. So yeah, just wanted to share that for context. But I just want to make it clear that although at the time it was extremely painful for me, and I really just expected better of him as a person, regardless of uh, whether he still had romantic interest in me or not, I just expected that he thought higher of me and of himself and the way that, you know, he went about stuff like this. But... I just want to explain to you guys that although it hurts in the moment and you feel so many different emotions, you feel uh, guilt, you feel hurt, you feel abandoned, you feel frustrated, you feel angry, you feel disappointed, this ultimately has nothing to do with you. It's issues that the other person perhaps has and that energy that you feel that you're directing towards them when you feel angry or when you feel frustrated or disappointed in them take that same energy and redirect it back to yourself in a positive way. Just don't invest all of this energy and anger in somebody and just put it back into you. Focus on you. Focus on what you can do to prevent this from happening next time. Perhaps picking better people, having better judgment, working on yourself, taking this time as an opportunity to just regroup, refocus, recenter, and just make yourself an even better version of what you already are. So why do people ghost? I feel like people ghost for different reasons. Um, Usually it's, my experience, one of two things. Basically, either they feel like you're not even worthy of a proper exit or explanation as to why uh, they would like to discontinue uh, seeing you or being interested in you or they're just basically too cowardly to come forward and end it with you properly. Um, I feel like ghosters themselves actually don't really know sometimes why they stop talking to people. I think in a lot of instances with men, it's actually because they just don't know what to do. They feel like maybe things have gotten too serious and it's basically like a passive way to just withdraw from the situation. People feel like it's the easiest and best way to handle it, but it's actually the worst possible way to handle it because it is so hurtful to the person that you're doing the ghosting to. When you've been ghosted, you of course feel as though it's your fault automatically. You feel a sense of guilt. You feel some type of pain. I read somewhere actually that The feeling of heartbreak is like equivalent to having a heart attack or something like that. Don't quote me on it. But I feel like your mind jumps to so many different possibilities. Like, did something happen? Did I do something wrong? Are they just insanely busy at work? When will they contact me again? Will they contact me ever again? And these are all normal thoughts to have. But the thing is, most of the time... It's none of these possibilities that you're thinking of. It's just the simple fact of somebody not wanting to see you again. And unfortunately, they go about this route that makes you second guess yourself. The thing is, it's actually nothing to do with you and it's everything to do with them. So why does ghosting hurt so much? Yeah, because you feel a wave of all these different emotions. You feel so much confusion, you feel frustration, you feel sadness, you feel loneliness. And these are all normal emotions to have because ultimately you feel helpless. You have no information to go off of. And our minds basically work like we need to understand a situation. Well, at least my mind works in the way that I need to understand a situation in order to accept it. But that's wrong because you will not always get an explanation uh, or information as to why something in your life comes to a conclusion. Um, I want to just say that as somebody who has been ghosted, uh, (laughs) no closure is closure. I just want to tell you this because our natural instinct when something like this happens, whether you're a guy, girl, doesn't matter. You just want to know why, but I want to tell you something, knowing the answer. Why doesn't change the fact that somebody decided to go about it in this way, right? I remember at one point when I was dating my ex-boyfriend and he cheated, Uh, I asked myself after he cheated, I said, if he explains to you why he cheated, would that change anything in your mind about it? And the fact of the matter was, no, it wouldn't. I still wouldn't have been okay with it. It still wouldn't have made me love him all over again. So it's kind of the same with this concept. If somebody chooses actively to not give you a reason or closure or explanation, just the common decency of just explaining to you after weeks or days or months or years, whatever, of being with you, maybe intimately, not intimately, whatever, they're just totally fine with living their life without you. What kind of explanation could they possibly give you after that? Nothing would change it. So... I would say that no closure is the loudest closure and it says a lot about somebody. So now that we've established basically what ghosting is and (laughs) how it feels, what do you do when you've actually been ghosted? So the first thing is basically that you have to rid yourself of all blame unless you actually did something to harm this person, offend this person, or really just push them away most of the times it's just somebody that's not able to fully express themselves to you and you start to feel regret you feel embarrassed you feel ashamed you feel like you've become vulnerable and deep with someone and all you've done is open yourself up to be hurt but that's not the the truth of the matter it feels extremely personal but actually it's not about you at all it's all about them you can't really find an explanation so you start to blame yourself but the first thing is to not blame yourself you're not to blame when someone decides to walk away for no reason so my uh theory on this is when this has happened to me i basically give myself 48 hours in those first 48 hours i cry i am angry i'm hurt i order probably all the worst food in the world for myself I don't really work out. I just let myself kind of feel what I feel because all of your emotions are completely valid. You don't need to force yourself to appear extremely polished and perfect and like nothing is bothering you because that's not the truth. You need to be real with yourself and you need to just feel what you feel. So I usually give myself 48 hours and in those 48 hours, I let myself be extremely sad and cry and you know whatever it is that I'm feeling, that's what I let myself feel. After those 48 hours, I don't care (laughs) what it is, but you have to get yourself up and back to your normal routine. After those first 48 hours, I force myself to move on with my life. I'm not saying that I just wake up like uh, happy-go-lucky and all of a sudden everything is uh, sprinkles and rainbows and butterflies, but I do try to get back to my normal routine Because otherwise, I'm just going to stay in that funk and I don't want to be in that funk. So the easiest way for me to bounce back immediately is to uh, work because I am a Capricorn. So I immediately jump into my work. I start to choose a lot of self-care. So I give myself compassion and I try to take care of my needs and my self-love and my body. For me self-care looks like working out or getting out of the house going for walks taking a really long bath listening to my favorite songs um sometimes it could be ordering sushi in or going out with friends or even making myself a super healthy dinner all different ways but Basically, whatever love it is that I feel like I'm missing at that moment or from that specific person I try to give it all to myself and I invest in me I look at it as an opportunity to just polish my relationship with myself so that I can come back better than ever Sometimes I also like to reflect kind of on the relationship situation ship whatever it might have been I like to reflect back and think to myself, are there any signs perhaps that I missed? Are there any tendencies that I keep, I guess, inviting into my life? Um, Any similarities? Because I like to reflect back on that and try to make better choices for next time. In addition to that, I really like to start spreading gratitude because I feel like it puts me in a way better mindset. So rather than looking at it like, oh shit, like I was in this horrible situation and I'm a victim and this person hurt me so much, I like to look at it as I'm really glad that this happened earlier on before we started something extremely serious or perhaps uh, had a family together or something like that. They really showed me their true colors and maybe I missed it because I'm, I don't know, blind or a dumb bitch. I don't know what it is, but... Maybe I didn't miss it and maybe this is just who they were all along and just didn't show it to me I just like to say thank you to the universe. And I know this sounds really corny, but it's not I just like to express gratitude for everything good that is in my life and that I am being protected for something way better So that gratitude always really helps me kind of move forward and find the hidden gift in whatever it is that happened After that, I like to kind of reprogram my mind and tell myself that there are people out there who are better than that. Not everybody is going to ghost you and come back and apologize and lie to you and and be like this. Uh, I like to just shift my perspective a little bit to realize that there are so many people out there who do treat us well and will treat us well. And the more that you envision this for yourself and the more that you believe in this and really know what it is that you deserve and you want then the universe basically clears the room for you uh, to make room for something better. One other thing that really helps me move forward and kind of um, not really forget, but just kind of accept this is just reminding yourself that this person totally decided on their own that it is worth it to lose you, to risk losing you out of their life forever, And they're totally fine with that. They are okay with waking up forever after that or whatever X amount of time that they will take before they reappear in your life, whatever, with just not having you in their life. And for me, that's a dead giveaway that there is no reason that I should be stuck on this person anymore. If they've made the active decision to lose me, then why would I be wasting my time or energy on someone who's unsure or unclear of me? I'm worth more than that. You're worth more than that. We all are. So I would say stop wasting your energy and just kind of realize that. And of course, surrounding yourself with people that mean the most to you and that support you are, is extremely important because you want to spend time with family and friends, So we're nearing the end of this very first episode and I truly hope that somebody out there found this slightly helpful. I just wanna let you know that when this stuff happens, please don't feel crazy and don't let people gaslight you into thinking that it's irrelevant because you've been only seeing somebody an X amount of time or that you shouldn't be feeling the way that you feel because all feelings are completely valid and you're able to feel whatever you feel. Just because I say that I have this strict 48-hour rule does not mean that everybody works this way. It does not mean that everyone operates the same way. I'm just giving you general advice that I follow that's helped me kind of pass these uncomfortable situations in my life. And again, you're not alone and you will get through it. Everybody will get through it at some point. So I just want to close this out with a quote of mine that I found a while ago that I really like and that is someone disappearing on you doesn't reflect your worth. It reflects their fear of being seen. So just keep that in mind as some food for thought, and I hope to see you on the next one.